the Titans Curse, Chapter 11. Grover gets a Lamborghini. We were crossing the Potomac when we spotted the helicopter. It was a sleek black military model, just like the one we'd seen at Westover Hall. And it was coming straight I'm towards us. I'm Ava. I'm Eve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood. Join us as we journey back through a childhood favorite series. And see what lessons we can learn as adults from these books that meant so much to us as kids. And it was coming gay towards us. Oh my god. <laughs> See, there's one moment per recording that I'm like, I think I'll just tap it's out al- now. And it's always the first moment, right? Someone and it's always made, something I said. Someone literally called you funny, and then you did that. Someone was like, hey, you're really funny. Like, I really enjoy listening to you. And then you just made that joke. It got to your head. <laughs> it got to your head. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Welcome. Welcome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. I'm just going to repeat everything Ava says. Um, no. No? See, now she's not going to talk, so I couldn't keep going with that bit. Anyways, <laughs> welcome to Return to Camp Hot Flood. Uh, this week we will be discussing The Titan's Curse, chapters 11 and 12. Grover gets a Lamborghini, and I go snowboarding with a pig uh, through the theme of kinship. Yeah. Forgot that was this week's theme. Oh, me too. I forget the theme every time. So it's a it's, fun surprise for we, me. we have a spreadsheet. You guys can look at the spreadsheet. We all have access to the spreadsheet. Yes, oh. I have given you all access to the spreadsheet. Oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll use it someday. I know you won't. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> all right. I think this week uh, Ava is summarizing. Okay. Oh, the look of fear. <laughs> she wasn't supposed to. <laughs> we, we, our the, our roles got a little messed up this week because we all kind of forgot what we were doing. But uh, that means Ava has to summarize. Uh, yeah. Well, Ava, Ava, you were going to summarize either way. Me and Brayden just swapped roles. I thought I was going to read. I have no idea. I don't know either. <laughs> If but I also, play, who would we, who would we be if we never knew what was going on? If we no, if we did know what was yeah. going. on. Do I That's need to true. add this to the spreadsheet from now on to keep track of it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe but it wouldn't help because you guys don't look at the spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, checkmate! To, but like, checkmate! <laughs> you really backed us into a corner. And uh, let's see, what was chasing them again? What was chasing <laughs> them again? What, the how the. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you meant like <laughs> the second chapter, like the whole whole second chapter is about the bull, and yeah. you're like, what was it? <laughs> what no, no, was no, it no, chasing no. In them? the first one. No, because I got really great. Um, for some reason, I got really good vibes. I think it's because I'm from like near DC, but I got really good vibes when they were like, we got on the subway and we went and we went away from the helicopter, and I can't remember that it was a helicopter. But we each gain so much power when they talk about wherever we're from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the closer they are to us location wise, the more bold each of us gets. They talked about Maryland in the Sea of Monsters and I was like, bitches, step aside. <laughs> like I will be speaking now. Ava keeps getting some DC area representation. I do. Got a little bit in New Jersey. I've yet to, we've yet to get any Massachusetts and You got some New England. So there's that it's not the same. I know, I know, I know. I know. I respect Maine, but yeah, we are not the same. 
It's true. All right. Are you ready? <sighs> um. <laughs> Sure. Literally fear in a noise. That was like <laughs> straight fear. Um, <laughs> um uh, give me a minute because I'm thinking about something and I'm forgetting what it was. It was about the oh right, right, right. I remembered. I'll include it. That was a journey. It was Thank you for taking us on it with you. Yeah, it was very abstract. Yes. All right. Three, two, one. Cool. Oh, my God. Okay, so POV, you are on your quest, and um, a helicopter starts chasing you, and you don't want to get um, attacked or, or sucked up into it. So you go into a subway, and you... Um, try to make it lose you and it eventually that eventually does happen and you have a conversation with um with uh talia and talia's like oh yeah i almost joined the hunters well zoe tried to recruit me but then i didn't want to leave luke and then um somehow you end up in new mexico i believe and um Aramanthian boar you really got stuck on that helicopter thing <laughs> it was so interesting to me <laughs> it's like the first page yeah, I don't know. I think it's just because whenever I watched, um, was that what movie was that? It was uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, when I was young, and I got really stuck on the fact that when she was young that the <laughs> that the bombs would drop from the helicopter because World War Two, and so whenever I would see a helicopter, I'd be like, I'm gonna get blown up. What a weird takeaway from Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Like, why was... Uh, well, that's not my only takeaway. That's also the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only thing she gained from that story. I was like, th- that's like a, a three-hour-long movie, and you really took away a lot from the first 30 seconds of it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I got the boar. Oh, so weirdly I said, funny. I said, and the Aramanthian boar. Yes, you're right. Um, you forgot... What else did she forget? Apollo... Apollo comes, <gasps> Sorry, gives them a Dad. Train. Yeah, big mistake on your part. You really for that was like, oh, that stuck out to me so much. The in while reading this, it's um, like, oh, there he is. There he be. <laughs> and then there's also uh, Zoe's backstory. I I know, but if I start talking, I won't stop. You really forgot all of your the your people faves. that you stand in this. Stop. You let all your stands down. Stop, 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 stop. I will but, not be targeted. But she, she had <sighs> the helicopter. The helicopter was the only stand that made it. <laughs> I don't fear helicopters. I just fear them sometimes. <laughs> That's good to know. I, I just, suppose. I think I have an irrational fear. No, you know what? It's because I live near DC and I'm scared of nuclear war. So whenever I see a helicopter above me, I'm like, I'm going to get blown up and I'm going to get destroyed by nuclear radiation and it's my time. I'm going to die. I'm, I'm a rather paranoid individual. <laughs> <laughs> that just got so dark so fast. I know. And it's sometimes what I think about when I see helicopters. So that's why. I guess I, I kind of feel, feel you. I live near an Air Force base, like, like right mm. near, next to an Air Force base, mm-hmm. Westover is in, which is also the name of the military school that they attend, which Bianca okay. dropped in this uh, chapter. And I was like, oh, Westover, I live on Westover Air Force Base. Not actually on it, but like to the side. 
to? <laughs> yes. There was so much in these chapters. So I'm actually still kind of impressed that you got what you did because I feel like there's more that you forgot that I am forgetting to fill in. Oh, yeah. the skeletons come. Uh, he buys a, a plastic rat. Yeah. Bianca gives a little bit of her backstory. Yeah. So much. Um, I feel like I've talked a lot. You guys. <laughs> Is it music time? Yes. It's time. It's the moment. It's the moment. It's time for the music. All right. For the first chapter, chapter 11, I think 11 and 12 this week, right? Yes. Chapter 11, uh, I chose Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. And this is specifically for the moment. So uh, Tali and Percy are in the car and it's like, oh, Tali was hot wiring the car so she could listen to classic rock. So it's like, okay, it has to be a classic rock song. So this is the moment like when she like kind of kicks Percy out of the car and rolls up the windows and is sad. She is sitting in the car listening to Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd as she rolls up the windows and sits there crying. Picture that. I love it. <laughs> it it just, just, I feel like, creates a good moment as they're all, like, sitting on their own on this train headed toward their destination. It's really dramatic, I feel like. Um, and classic rock and it, Pink Floyd felt very fitting for this book. Um... And for chapter 12, I was thinking about, we got to have another battle song. Um, so they're running away from the skeletons. They're running away from the boar. What are they listening to? What is playing in the movie of our mind? It's Dance Dance by Fall Out Boy. An absolute banger. That song is very so good. good. So very good. good. Can you tell I, the type of music I listened to in middle school? That song <laughs> is an absolute banger. I know I was like there is I I tried to resist going for songs that I know Neve is gonna enjoy. <laughs> uh no I'll but take that with whatever that means. <laughs> no, I just mean I was like I was like, okay, it has I really feeling a follow boy song is like Neve is gonna her emo her emo is gonna be fueled. <laughs> Look at the eye look right now. Uh, she does have like, very dark eyeliner like, on oh right my now God, for our Fall listeners. Out Boy? Can you tell that maybe I enjoy the genre? <laughs> like, yeah, if, if our listeners can't tell that Neve is emo, I'm surprised. Um, they probably know by now. I'm sure they know by now. <laughs> Just the energy alone, and especially if you've seen a picture of her. <laughs> and the- and the relating to Talia thing, you know, that's a dead giveaway. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if if you don't follow us on Instagram and ha- haven't seen a picture of Neve, see a picture of Neve, and then you'll understand what we're talking about. I feel like I'm building it up too much, but... I can, like, find a really emo picture of myself that you can post when this comes out. Do it. Please do okay. it. I will. It might be something from, like, recently. <laughs> <laughs> Think I'm placing it somewhere in the past year, but like I'll I'll give it to you. We'll post Mom, it, it was not out. a phase. It really it was wasn't. Sad. It was so <laughs> sad. I listened. I listened to My Chemical Romance on my drive home today. <laughs> of course you did. Imagine me looking like this. Wow, we're really doing a lot of hype of what I look like right now. It's really not that. <laughs> um, so me looking like this, sitting alone in my Honda CRV, like by myself. <laughs> 
myself driving for 40 plus minutes listening to the entire Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge album. The whole thing. Oh, like, no. All the way through. Oh. Yeah. She's so emo. We all have our things. We all have we our all things. Have... <laughs> we do. And, and that be hers. That be me. Okay, let's move on from this topic. <laughs> all right, I was enjoying it, but okay. What did we forget? <laughs> I forgot all of it. I don't me remember too. these chapters at all. Same. Me too. I loved what? them, though. I thought they I... were great. I agree. I enjoyed them. What? How did collectively all of us forget about these chapters entirely? I promise you, I will not remember anything that happens in this book until Bianca dies. Like, I won't. I thought it happened, like, three chapters after they left the camp. Like, I really did not think it took this long. But, um... So if there's any more, like, I don't know what we're reading the chapter names are for next week, but basically, like... No, next week, next week, uh... Is the moment? The the chapter names are, uh, we visit the junkyard of the gods, and I have a damn problem. So Mm. they are probably Mm -hmm. the only... See, we're gonna go from two chapters that I remember not at all to the two chapters I remember so distinctly. I know. It's gonna be so weird. I visualize that junkyard. I can still visualize it. I agree. I see it in my mind's eye. I I have been that my soul has been scarred by reading that chapter and I'm kind of not excited to read it again because I know it will upset me. Um so I will not be reading that till after Christmas happens. I Who has music? <laughs> will for not next ruin week? the holidays. Um we'll figure that out after <laughs> because we're, I we're mean, I could lost. do it. We'll like Oh, it's probably Neve. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Let's give it to Neve. Oh, that's heavy. Oh, that's heavy. You gotta. I I do to be know good. a lot of sad song wrecks, so I think it's okay. Oh, are we all surprised that Neve knows a lot of sad? And we somehow songs? got back on this topic. I will say, completely unrelated to Percy Jackson, but I had never listened to a Phoebe Bridgers song in full until I either. I, like, just heard the clips on TikTok and, like, other social media. I never listened to an actual full song. And I listened to the entire Punisher album through while I was driving for Instacart. And I was, like, properly leveled. So, Hmm. wouldn't be surprised if she shows up. That shit was so sad. (laughs) So sad. Very good. But, like, wow. I I understand the hype of, like, this is really sad shit. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I'm not a, I've heard, listened to her music. I'm not an, a frequent visitor of her music for that reason. Um, but weirdly, I am a frequent visitor of Taylor Swift's music for that same I reason. I was going to say to our listeners, we are all Taylor Swift stands. So if you're not a Taylor Swift stand, I don't trust you. Not to yeah. alienate anybody, but like if if you no, like no, no. her. To alienate everyone. <laughs> like, I don't alienate get- our listeners. I don't get if you it. don't listen to Taylor Swift, I don't think. <laughs> I, I do agree. not trust you. I don't can understand. Do, can we do a little Instagram poll of what everyone's favorite Taylor Swift album is? <gasps> that would be cute. Let's I do it. I would like to know. And like uh, get me hours. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, we'll throw it up. <laughs> throw it up and throw it back. Um, okay. Should we tell them what our favorite albums are just to to preface? Well, but are, are they guessing ours or? Oh, oh you want them guess to ours. guess ours? Well, they can guess ours before. No, they this can is, just. Tell this us. is a lot of work. I just okay. want to know. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say my favorite Taylor Swift album 
is lover. I knew you were gonna say. <laughs> are you shocked? It's just kind of controversial. It's kind of a controversial. It shouldn't take. be, and it. Shouldn't I agree. Be. It shouldn't be. Um, Lover's one of like, my two favorites. I will okay. not decide. Wow. I say lo- lover and red, and I also evermore Those is getting parted. The original topic. It's okay. We have to finish new, this conversation. We're in a different. Eve. I know we go off on different paths, but we are in a different country now. But it's okay. We'll get back to like Germany. If you, hello. Wait, can Brayden, no, This is a lot of. This is a lot of work for you, part on um, your part, Brayden. But like, we'll include a timestamp in the description of when we stop talking about this. Like, just like a little like we completely leave the topic. If you want to skip this, all right. Sounds good. I will okay. definitely do that. Neve, what is your favorite Taylor Swift album? Um, so I think I forever, know. for like a very yeah. long time, it used to be a tie between Red and 1989. Mm-hmm. And while I still hold fast that 1989 is an absolutely no skip album, like no skips at all, Evermore is really, it's really like kicking itself up there. That Evermore is. Oh, it was I agree. really good. Better than I, before by a mile. So not I agree. Lie. I, I agree say, with that. Evermore and Red are like tied in second place for me. I, I do. Uh, but again, 1989, no skip album. Perfect pop album. Yeah. Great. But if you're feeling unhinged, speak now. <laughs> True. <laughs> the most unhinged. I Yeah, I was listening to Speak Now earlier and I, whew, you know, it, it, it pulls you for a loop. But I... I forever my favorite has always been red but then i started listening to Lovermore, and then evermore came out and now i'm just having some thoughts so oh my god a, ma- <laughs> a mashup between it sounded like you were like talking about a mashup between lover and evermore you're like Lovermore. um <gasps> that sounds like a great like if she toured with all three new albums Lovermore, lover lore <laughs> Lover, lover more, more lore. <laughs> lover, more lover lore. <laughs> okay. All right. What else did we forget about these chapters? Um, so literally, this section is short. Everything. I everything. forgot everything. Everything. Don't, I know. Do that... not re- recall one single moment of these chapters. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. Facts. I forgot Apollo helps them at all. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a big thing I forgot. Forgot about the boar. All right. Theme time? I guess so, because I forgot everything. Yeah. We, yeah, we would just be summarizing again if we, if we really went down. Um, so the theme this week is kinship. Yes. There we go. How much do we know about uh, biology and her... <laughs> heredity i can't remember what i was trying to make a joke and i couldn't i could not remember what the things were called genealogy yes that's what i was thinking about um Mm -hmm. i could not think of the words fast enough to make the joke it was a joke about kinship in like the literal sense oh like being related i see (laughs) Ava was not amused (laughs) like the most not amused by that in kind of an insulting way um, <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> All right. So, where do we see themes of kinship, both in like, uh, like hereditary kinship, like real, like family, or like bonds? You know what I'm saying. But when I said that, um, 
That was not the way to say it, but you know what I'm saying. Are you picking up what I am putting down? Yes. Someone else start talking because I completely lost <laughs> lost it. Um, <laughs> I don't this like I don't know why thinking of family relations. Okay, this kind of connects. I sound very intelligent. Um so Bianca they get like a little hint of like Bianca is from the past and they're not like so certain on it. It's touched upon for like half a page at absolute maximum. But she talks about how her and her brother, like it didn't look like this when we lived here. Um, And it made me think a lot about how much Bianca and Nico have actually been through together like in the moment before they in the times before that they find these characters and it just really made me sad for what's to come but also just like I feel because Bianca is so leaves so quickly I feel like people don't think about Bianca and Nico's familial bond and like how much they have been through as brother and sister you know because she pieces out pretty fast (laughs) She no, does. I yeah I do agree. You because I think you look at it as like oh they had so, such a short time together because she kind of abandons him at the beginning of this book. But yeah, I th- think when you think about how many years they were trapped together in the hotel, um, and how they were together before that, that her choice makes a little more sense because when you. You're like, you look at like two young kids, and you're like, she could not possibly, at the age she looks, have be like that fed up with taking care of her brother. But it's been centuries. It's not cent- How long is a century? Is that? That's 100. That's 100. 100. It has not been yeah, centuries. Yeah, yeah. It has been decades. There, there we go. go. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, that she's been taking care of him. And it's interesting how she trades in one form of kinship for another like mm-hmm. the like kinship the the relationship between her and her brother for the kinship that the hunters offer um and it goes from a caretaker role to both artemis takes care of the hunters but it's also a very communal kinship system <laughs> I mean, okay, I think (laughs) this is fully another side point. So if anyone else wants to say anything on that, I'm, I'm moving on. Last call going, going. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I think this is a stretch, but it's just always fun to me when like I, when they fight, when, when like heroes that we focus on fight monsters that past heroes have fought, um, like the Aramanthian boar, like you have Percy and then you have Heracles or Hercules, what have you. And like, technically, you know, technically they're cousins. I always forget about that. I literally can't handle any more technical family conversations. (laughs) We like ban technical family conversations. But kinship. So I'm thinking like since Zeus and Poseidon are brothers. Mm. He is cousins with Hercules. You know? So it's like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was just like the kinship way of like, ah, oh, my cousin fought this boar. I'm going to do it. You're right. I I forget how <laughs> much tied. like Hercules <laughs> representation we get so in much. this book. It's All like, of his freaking tasks. <laughs> he, right? They like go through a checklist. Yeah. I mean, we did some in the last book. And then we do yeah. some in the next one too, but there's just a lot of them here, like like the, the Nemean lion and the the boar, like one after the other. Yep. And then he appears in the chapter. Um, this is kind of a side note, but uh, we will be watching Disney Hercules after we're done with uh, Titans Curse because there's no Titans Curse movie. Yes, and, I forgot okay. I made that choice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyways, yeah, it, it's interesting to to watch them fight. Uh, like, the the parallels between Percy and Hercules that the book is drawing, especially when we see Hercules and Zoe's relationship. Um, yup. Yup. Mm, and uh, that, I think, that plays into kinship in Hercules essentially convinces Zoe into betraying the rest of her family. Uh, and we can assume based on her saying, Oh, my sisters will throw me out if I help you. And the fact that she's not with her sisters anymore, that her sisters threw her out for helping him. Uh, and so she gets abandoned by her family. And then that's why she's becomes so attached to Artemis and being a hunter because she lost her original family uh, and that, like, wasn't an option for her anymore. So she got really attached to the next family that came along for her. And she's so insecure about only having that family that that's why she so desperately wants, you know, people who are super committed to the hunters. Because she's like, oh, well, these people won't leave me. These people have the same values as me. I'm not actually alone. And I'm like, Zoe, I just want to give you a hug. <laughs> she has mad abandonment issues. Yeah. Which and they're sad. warranted. Oh, yeah. yeah. like Oh, completely. Like, very much so. But we, we watch why they happen. And we also watch them <laughs> hurt other people. Which is sad. Like, I know she's trying, but um, it's interesting that we find out that Talia tr- was almost recruited to be a hunter, but decided not to because she wanted to stay with Luke. Because I think we negate that relationship dynamic uh, of Talia, Luke, and Annabeth a little too much uh, when consider Like, I feel like it's really easy to look at Talia and Annabeth and, like, Percy does this. He's like, why Why won't they just let Luke go? Like, Luke bad, understand. Because he wasn't there for the years that they were on the run together. That, uh, speaking of, like, kinship dynamics, they formed their little family, their trio, through trauma. And that's why they're so attached to each other. Whether or not, like, Annabeth has a crush on Luke or whatever you think there, it's they're really all bonded by the trauma they experienced as children and their bonds of kinship are really strong. Even though Luke has gone off on this different path, they can't get rid of the history that they have with him. 
and I think it's really interesting when Talia says in these chapters, it's like, Luke never betrayed me. I was just thinking about, because that was the reason that they had this fight, was that Zoe said, Luke will let you down. And then Percy said, it, like, not to give credit to Percy. Because <laughs> I know we, like, never really like doing that. Um, even though I was fully in love with this man for, like, years. Okay. Also, I don't really, I don't really, like, co- like complimenting him when he's correct. Um, but he didn't phrase it very nice. But he was valid in what he was saying. Being like, oh, so you're angry that Zoe was right. And Talia was like, he hasn't let me down yet. It's like, and you can't even blame her for that because she doesn't know, you know? There would be no way for her to know everything that has been going on since she was a tree. Um, so you can't hold it, it. It was a very awkward fight to read because both of them were right in their own ways. But also you couldn't blame either of them for the hurt that they caused to the other person. Did that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, you know, like they, you can't blame them for their viewpoints in this situation. And, but you also can understand why both of them are upset. Yes, yeah, I agree. Precisely. It was a fight with no winner. Like it was, they both made points <laughs> that were true. <laughs> points were made, points yep. were made. <laughs> I agree. I think this also going off in a different direction now. I th- think the the dynamic, the kinship dynamic of the gods that is presented in these chapters is so fucked up. It's so <laughs> insane how Apollo has to like hide that he's helping save his sister because Zeus is like, nah. Like, yeah. I hate this man so much. I hate Zeus. I don't know why why he gets to be the king of the gods. Um, I would like to call for an impeachment trial. Me too. He's just awful. And there are so many reasons why he's awful, but staying on the theme, it's just wild how they're this family of insanely powerful beings, and they're like, but nah, we can't help each other. We gotta let our kids help them, because they're a lot less powerful and a lot more fragile than us. Uh, but that's just gotta have be, be how be whoa <laughs> <laughs> that just gotta be how it be was what I was trying to say yeah I agree I don't know I mean briefly sort of going back to the whole Talia and Luke thing I really I feel for her like it's really hard to like when you have such an emotional connection to someone who you've had a very good one-on-one relationship with, like who has always respected you and you've always had this mutually respectful, beneficial relationship. And then like they go and mistreat other people, but you're like, no, 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 but I know the real them. Right. Like poor Talia, like that's hard, you know, to know. So, but at the same time, like, both she and Zoe were right. Like, both of them were right. It, oh, it's such it's, a difficult situation. 
Yeah, it's that you, like, present a really interesting idea about how, like, you think about when someone does something, like, criminally wrong or not, or just, like, socially wrong. And, like, when, if it was any person, like, you might be like, yeah, that was bad. But I'm trying not to, like, put too many specific examples, you know? But, um, but if you know that person and you hear it secondhand, it's so easy to discount it and be like, well, I'm sure, like, I'm sure it was out of context. Like, I'm sure I know that, like, I know them, I know them different. Uh, like, I know that they would never do that. You see it, like, the parents of, uh, the, like, there's a lot of cases of, like, college boys who assault, uh, girls, and then their parents are like, don't ruin their lives, it's, and that comes from, because, like, his parents might, in general, be pretty supportive of, like, the Me Too movement and stuff like that, but when it's their son, they're like, oh, but, but he's not like that, because they've never seen that side of him, so they're, like, they can't imagine it. Yeah. Or they just think that, like, this person is easily influenced by others and like they know their flaws, they know their insecurities. And so like they'll use them to make excuses, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. It's really, really interesting, but I totally get what you mean about like, they're both right. One is just a little more right than the other, but they're both right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. hard. Is it time for sass moments? <gasps> I'm good. I have my bookmarked one second oh interesting i don't so you guys can go to town i'm ready neve are you ready or are you ready i'm ready i'm gonna start it off on a scathing note oh actually about what we were just talking about um (laughs) where should i start when i looked back her eyes were red but i couldn't tell if it was from anger or sadness Annabeth wanted to join the hunters, too. Maybe you should think about why. Before I could respond, she raised the power windows and shut me out. Woo! 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 That moment was biting. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Like, Jack's moment of, like, that wasn't even funny. It was just, like... That was, like, mean. That was just mean. And like, it like was funny, powerful. <laughs> it was because it was justified, but oh, mean. Yeah. like like low blow, but like respect. Oh yes, I remember reading that moment. Um, I remember. I think it was that moment as a child. I just remember one moment when Talia was mean to Percy, and I was like, like any moment that Talia was mean to Percy, I was very very sad about it. <laughs> So I was like, no, I like you, but also I'm in love with him, so don't be mean. I do I do really, like, in my heart, fight for, like, Percy and Talia best friendship. I Me just... Too. I just love when they're on the same page and working yes. together. Uh, Powerful and so it, make, it makes me very upset when they fight. Uh, mine, mine are two moments that kind of go together. But um, the first is the clerk looked... Lo- I'm going to restart that. (laughs) The first is, the clerk looks so lonely, I bought a rubber rat. And then, 
Nice rat, she said at last. Nice. I like how they were rat centered. That was really nice. (laughs) I I just I thought the rat bit was so random. It was just so random. And I appreciate that he just ran with it. Yeah. Um, Nice rat. Nice rat. Yeah. Okay. If we're good on the rat, um, mine. Okay. Um, Mine is (laughs) dreams like a podcast, downloading truth in my ears. They tell me cool stuff. Apollo, I guess, because I figured nobody else could make a haiku that bad. (laughs) And it's true. No one else could. I love that. I That's wasn't my sure. godly parent, everyone. <laughs> I forgot how, uh, how that sentence ended, so I wasn't sure if you just picked it because it was a line about podcasts. Oh, no. It's just Ava, very funny. Ava didn't me. even notice that she was reading a line about podcasts on a podcast. No, wow. I did not. How meta. How meta. Now, now we're just... talking on a podcast about <gasps> how Ava oh. didn't realize that she read a line about a podcast while on a podcast. And now we're talking about... Oh, no, no. This, <laughs> not is, not a, this. this is not a bit that I I'm support not. continuing I'm with. I'm not, I'm not. I stopped. It's okay. All right. Who are we giving offerings for? Uh, I think I'm going to do Zoe. Nice. Okay. Backstory was very sad. Yeah. So, sort of just, like, sympathy. Like, oh, And I feel like she also got a lot of redemption with this backstory. Because it explains why she's so weird sometimes. <laughs> you, know it explain- I mean? you can yeah. say she's mean. It explains yeah, away her meanness mean. and her annoyingness that I feel gives her sort of a redemption for being mean and annoying sometimes. <laughs> I agree. It yes. gives a reason behind that. <laughs> I am, I'm going to give my offering to Bianca for, a simi- for the similar reason, because <laughs> uh, I feel like the, her backstory that she tells us in these chapters really justifies why she abandons Nico. <laughs> that sounds awful how I said it, but it really puts in for her. Yeah, it put, really puts into perspective how lo- like how much she ca- was the only person to care for Nico and how much she's just a kid and need that responsibility lifted from her and for someone else to k- take care of them for a while. Um, and that she was just, she was so alone for that amount of time. And like, she had Nico, but it's not the same, like having someone to take care of as like having companionship. Yeah. Um, so my offerings for her because I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, that was my idea. <laughs> but I, I don't. You can second it. She's really about to go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I want to give her two though. I feel like she's. Like, <laughs> Whoa. Okay. No. 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 I really, feel like no I sympathy like... for the dead girl. <laughs> Bianca's no. Like she's gonna die in the next chapter. Like you're running out of time. <laughs> don't guilt me into this. I feel like she's. There are certain characters in certain chapters who just do amazingly well. And I feel like she just did well. And, like, okay, that's, that's good. And, like, she's deserving of one, definitely. Um, oh, my God. Grover, he got a Lamborghini. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. 
also because he didn't he, even get to keep it. Well, that's okay. He got only <laughs> a good thing. A good thing happens to Grover, and we're like, Grover gets an outfit just because something good happened. He's my little comfort boy. I love him. And then also, well, he got a Lamborghini, and then he smelled pan. <laughs> this so, Grover really has to do the bare minimum to get an offering. <laughs> love him a lot I, of good happened to him and i'm no, like you know you deserve it king <laughs> i support on. it i just think it's funny I how like, like grover can do so little and get an offering and percy has to do so much <laughs> percy literally has to has to be the only one in the chapter and the only one to do anything positive <laughs> in a chapter to get an offering and then even then we'll be like it's for rick today <laughs> like, <laughs> i yeah. literally just said like don't enjoy complimenting Percy, but. <laughs> All right. Speaking about Percy, who are we voting off the island this week? I don't think Percy de- deserves to be voted. Yeah, he doesn't. No, I no, off. I agree, but I just thought that was a good transition because it was well. actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, no one did a particularly bad job. I agree. Um. It might, it might be Percy. I don't know. Yeah. Just like by process of elimination. I don't even know if he does that bad. He doesn't really. Oh, it's Hercules. Never mind. <laughs> Forgot about him. It's Hercules. We could also say Zeus, who is never really mentioned in this. But Oh, you're oh, right. right. By extreme association, we could say Zeus. <laughs> by the transit of property. <laughs> I agree. I also want to give one for Hercules, though. Cause Do it. Okay. He he actively doesn't actually do anything bad, but like in this chapter, but like we know its effects, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll give one for the helicopter pilot <laughs> because my focus was taken and used. It was misused. So mean. I know you said helicopter pilot, but I'm putting it down for helicopters. And that's general. okay. Just because I think, ge- yeah, I agree with that, actually. I think the takeaway from this episode is helicopters in general. Yeah. They are bad. The name of this episode is helicopters in general. We're if changing we... the podcast name to helicopters are bad, TN. <laughs> that's it. The entire podcast. Yeah. Where we we review different kinds of um... helicopters. No, we review different. I don't like this idea, manifesting. <laughs> no, no, no. We review different kinds of air um, travel vehicles, and we um, argue why they're better than helicopters. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was I was thinking like we we analyze different media that depicts helicopters. It doesn't deserve that much attention. Alrighty, folks, that's all for this week. Join us next week where we will be joined by Fran from the Best Damn Camp podcast, where we will be discussing... Chapters 13 and 14, we visit the junkyard of the gods, and I have a damn problem through the theme of devotion. Oh, man. Well, make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a Redbubble store, a Patreon, and a website, returntocamp.com. I don't know why that well was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we were all like, oh, and I was like, no.
Well, We're shadowing. Uh, join us next week to cry. Yep. Bye. Join us next week to cry. See you cry then. part one. Cry part one. <laughs> oh. Cry part one. Bye.